Hey, thanks for joining us here on The House Podcast. We hope that you are encouraged by this message. If you want to learn more about The House, check out our website at welcometothehouse.com or download The House app. What's up, everybody? Come on. Happy Easter. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Man, we are so glad that you are watching here today. Listen, we've decided to go ahead and dress up. Everybody's looking good. Listen, I voted for pajamas. I'm going to tell you the truth. But my wife was like, no, we're going to get pictures. So uh, it doesn't matter if you are cash, if you are in your pajamas, or if you've dressed up this Sunday. Uh, Man, we just want to honor the Lord this Easter Sunday because we believe that we serve, come on, a mighty God. Listen to this. I'm convinced that what the enemy has meant for our destruction, God is turning it around for our good. Man, in the last three or four weeks, the church has learned how to do online, and we are reaching more people, listen, than we have even meeting on a Sunday morning. And and so I just want to brag real quick on our church. I want to brag on the house family and on our dream teamers. Listen, we have been given lemons and we've been making some lemonade. And so with our outreaches, with what we've doing, uh, yesterday was Small Business Saturday. And so we showed some love to small businesses. We even gave some uh, cards, some gift cards to our neighbors. So if you are a neighbor and this is your first time, to be at the house. We want to welcome you. But it has been just so exciting as people are liking and sharing the online services. Just to let you know, we, uh, I was in my garage uh, a, a week ago and I had a neighbor come up, stop me, roll down his window and say, hey, I want you to know I've been checking out the house online and it has been so powerful for our family. Keep doing what you're doing. Come on, is that good? Is that good? And, and so even a couple days ago, I got a message from someone in the military in Germany who said, listen, I am watching online and the messages that you're speaking are incredibly relevant relevant to where I'm at right now in this season in my life. They are so encouraging. Come on, house family. Is, is that exciting? And so we are actually seeing thousands of people view and watch through our social media. So if you want to continue to help us get the word out, I believe today that this sermon is going to be incredibly vital to Anybody who watches it, I believe it's going to add a lot of value to the people who watch it. So go ahead, uh, share this, hit that like button, show us some love. Don't forget to comment and post. And here's my last thing. As much as we love the online, and I got my, the, the crowd here, come on, looking good this Sunday. Let me tell you something. As good as it is from your couch, you listen, it's better in person. And we cannot wait till we reopen. Listen, there's a lot of laughter here. There's a lot of spiritual transformation that is happening here. So don't get, couch, don't, don't get that couch, you know what I'm saying? Don't get that rest right. We, we're about to have to come on back because I can't wait to see everybody as we get back uh, to church. Well, my assignment today is this. Hope isn't dead. 
Hope, hope isn't dead. And, and I, I, obviously, as we look at what's going on in our culture, as we look at what go, what's going on in our nation, in our state, um, man, I think our hope has been attacked. And I'm going to tell you this. I love that Easter is right in the middle of this virus because it's like God is saying, hey, I'm going to infuse some hope into uh, my people. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 12 says this. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Sick. In other words, when hope is absent, there's a virus. Come on, look, stop. Listen, but a desire fulfilled is the tree of life. Listen, when hope is absent, we turn inward. We begin to focus inwardly, and inwardly there is sickness that is running through our body. And here's what it causes us to do. It causes us to think about ourselves, our future. It causes us, listen to this, to magnify our problems. Everyone has had to deal with hope. Listen, we've put hope in something or somebody and we've all been let down. Listen, I'm a cowboy fan. I get it. Listen, listen. My, 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 sometimes there's been a little unhealthiness, a little sickness uh, every time the season starts. Because everybody's, every season, come on, cowboy fans, we're like, this is the one. <laughs> uh, and, and then we, it's not. It's not. not. Not only that, but here's the thing. I'm a homeowner. I'm a homeowner. And listen, for years, Katie and I saved. We budgeted. Listen, we, we counted pennies, and God blessed us with a wonderful home. But guess what? It, well, we weren't there a month. Weeds were growing in the yard. Uh, kids and the friends were coming over, and there was nicks all in my, my walls. Come on, listen. I'm still, I listen, I, I still have a hard time trying to get my garage clean. And for the life of me, kids will not shut the doors. Like, like the fence gate, the garage door. I need some prayer. I, I've, I've lost a little hope. Listen, it is so funny. Yeah, even uh, my kids, this is the first time, you know, uh, they actually had hope that they were going back to school. Listen, I can honestly say in my whole life, I never thought, man, I hope school is going to be open. <laughs> and so uh, for the first time, me and my kids were both disappointed about, about school. Um, listen, when uncertainty hits, it shows us where our hope is at. It shows us what we've been leaning on. It shows us surrogates. Christian hope is different than just worldly hope. Listen, a Christian hope isn't a hope so, it's a no so. It's, I hope, my hope is founded in the nature and who God is. Listen, it isn't wishful thinking. Hope is vital to walking in self-sacrificing love. When we believe that God's got us, no matter what happens, rain or shine, hard moments, storms, viruses, when we believe, come on, that God's got us, then here's what happens. Listen to this. Everything changes. Today, we are celebrating the fact that hope isn't dead. Let me read this verse to you. 1 Corinthians 15, 12 through 14. It says this. Now, if Christ is proclaimed, is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? Listen to this. But if there is no resurrection of the dead, listen, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. 
So, so here's the thing, is this Sunday, we are commemorating and celebrating the resurrection of Jesus. Come on, believers, this is Super Bowl Sunday. Come on, this is, this is it for us because everything you preach, everything you post, everything you do is in vain if we forget or even diminish the fact that Christ hasn't risen. Listen, Paul is writing this letter to the church and he's telling them, man, we've got to get some things straight. Listen, this is a remember this moment. Y'all ever had uh, maybe a, a grandfather, grandma, a mom or dad uh, give you that finger and point to you and say, you need to remember this. Like, like you, need, you need to remember this. I remember when my boys were uh, mowing years and years and years ago. And uh, my wife was like, I don't know. They're going to cut off their legs. And I was like, nope, I got it. Because i got to remember this moment. We're going to have to remember this conversation. I put them back to the side. I turned over that lawnmower. I uh, turned it on, pulled the cord, and the lawnmower blade started going. And I said, you like your feet? Stay away from this. You like your feet? And they were like, ah, ah, ah. and I was like, listen, they got it. They're good. Paul is having, come on, listen, a remember this moment. He's showing us the why. The why. Believing in Christ, listen to this, isn't enough. It's the, resur it's the resurrected Savior that makes the difference. It's the resurrected Savior. I would encourage you to read the whole chapter that we're in right now. Paul is not asking them, just, just believe me because I'm saying so. Paul in this chapter is saying, is letting them know who Jesus talked to after the resurrection. He's even saying that there were over 500 people that witnessed Jesus, come on, after the crucifixion. That's huge. Let's go back into this verse. 1 Corinthians 15, we're going to start at 17. And if Christ has not been raised, listen to this, your faith is futile and there is, and you are still in your sins. So in other words, if Christ didn't raise, oh, the man is awesome. The man did miracle. The man was uh, morally upright. The man was a good teacher. The man had a lot of wisdom. No, no, no. If Jesus didn't raise from the dead, we are all still in our sins. Okay, look at this. Then those who have fallen asleep are still perished. And if Christ, we have hope only in this life only, then we of all people should be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Do you, do you, read what, do you, do you get what we just read? Let, let me break this down to you. Think about this. Happy Easter, everyone, because here's what this verse just said. Christ's resurrection is everybody's resurrection. When he got up, we all got up. Does that make sense? So that means that we're not just, oh, thank you, Jesus, for what you did. But it's all of us now, come on, have gotten up because he got up. Listen, hope isn't dead. The resurrection separates us from all other religions. Paul is saying that if Christ hadn't risen, there'd be no hope. There would be no hope. Our hope isn't in Jesus the man. Our hope is in Jesus, listen, the Redeemer. The Redeemer. In this time and culture, Paul was talking to the church because believers, listen to this, were hated 
hunted and they were abused. Like being a Christian in Paul's day was not like, oh yeah, sign me up. You know what I'm saying? There was no free gifts. Listen, listen, Paul is telling the believer, Jesus didn't leave you in a worse state. Listen, hope isn't dead. In fact, this moment that we are now celebrating has changed. Listen, everything. And I would submit to you today that there is a spiritual pushback, a spiritual hurdle that we are navigating even in our world about Jesus' accomplishment. Okay, let me break this down. See, we have an insatiable need to promote the greatest. We love having greatest conversations. Come on, who's the greatest in the NBA? Come on, listen. Is it Michael? Is it LeBron? Is it Kobe? Come on, where are my birds at? Yo, listen, listen, listen. What? Who is the great? Who is the king of rock and roll? Who is the king of rhythm and blues? Who is the employee of the month? Who is the greatest present? See, it's this idea that we long and love, listen, to promote the greatest. But can I tell you that with all other religions, Jesus is the only one in the stat book that rose from the dead? He's the only one, like his stat, he is the only one in there. In fact, Jesus said this, he accomplished something that no one else did. Look at this, Revelations 1.18 says this, For I am he who lives and was dead, behold, I am alive forevermore, amen. Listen, you know it's good when Jesus is amen in himself. I do that all the time. I'm, I'm talking, I'm preaching to myself, and I'm like, that's good. You're right. You have a list? Come on. Listen, I have the keys. Listen, this is so important. I have the keys. Come on, you got your key. I wish I had my keys. I would shake my keys at you. Listen, I have the keys of Hades and of death. Here, here's the thought. It's no other person beat death, hell, and the grave. This verse says, listen, Jesus has the keys. No, 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 listen to this. You may not know this, but Jesus, he has unlocked the chains of hell and death on your life. He's got the keys. This revelation changes everything for the church. This understanding, listen, will start a process of transformation in your life. God has so much that he wants to show you. God has so much that he wants to give you. And in fact, listen, our, our whole church, the house, was birthed out of this model of transformation. See, we believe spiritual transformation in a moment when you confess your sins, realize your depravity, and surrender your heart to the Lord in a moment that you are unlocked, and guess what? Your sins are as far as the east is from the west. When you take that moment and you, you repent. But spiritual transformation is a process. And that in process, listen to this, involves four key steps that I want to give you real quick today. Now I want to say this before I jump in to these four key steps. We are doing an online survey. And I know, you're already thinking, oh, I don't want to do one. I have to do one for the government. I have to do one for the boss. I have to do one for, I don't want to do another survey. Can, okay, just, just listen to this. We are wanting to help shepherd and pastor and serve the people 
who are connected to the house better. And, and uh, we want you to have a voice. And we are hoping that two things come from this survey. First of all, that you help us serve this area that we're called to even better. But the second is that you would identify where your relationship with God is at. And so we are asking that when we're done, that you do that. It won't take very long, but we want you to help us complete uh, this online survey. The first thing that I want to talk about, four steps to transformation. The first is this, meet the Father. Meet the Father. Both Jesus, listen, listen. Let, let, me, let, me, let me say this. The reason that we're talking about meet the Father is because Jesus was constantly teaching and illustrating, listen, the love of the Father. In fact, he would always teach, hey, I've come so you would know the Father. I've come so you know the Father. See, in the Old Testament, in the Torah, people were scared of the Father. Their fear was like, man, if we mess up, God's going to get us. And Jesus came to to change that narrative. While God is still a God of justice, Jesus needed to give a full picture of God. He is also a God, come on, listen, of mercy. And so he wanted people to meet, listen, the Father. In fact, we see the Father's love on display as Jesus left heaven and took the form of man and endured the cross. Easter weekend is more than cute bunnies, Easter eggs, and good-looking outfits. Come on, listen, listen. Easter is more than that. It's the completion of God's master plan. What did Jesus say? On, on, and, and we celebrate this on Good Friday. Jesus was crucified and dead and buried. Listen, and he says, it is, come on, say it with me, finished. The death of Christ opened up the doorway, listen to this, listen to this, to a personal relationship with the Father. Jesus came so people could meet the Father. Listen to this. No matter what you've done or where you're at, Jesus has provided you. Come on, say you. One, two, three. You. Listen. A connection to Father God. A connection to Father God. And maybe you're watching and you're thinking, you know what, I, I really don't have that relationship you're talking about. But, but I'd like to. See, here, here's the thing. is This is the, the, the condition. When you begin to meet, when you get inspired about who God is, they would always tell us, the disciples would always ask Jesus, tell us about the Father. And Jesus would say, listen, if you know me, you know my Father. In other words, I'm downloading, I'm walking with you. God cares about you. And I think that knowing that first opens up the doorway to our next step. See, our, our second step, our second process of transformation. First, we got to meet the Father, but second, listen, we have to accept forgiveness. We got to accept forgiveness. Listen to this all of us have committed sin, we've all acted in our own self interest. We've all made attempts to try to be good. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. Come on. Like all the kids talking about cleaning their room. I'm trying to do better. Yes. You know, come on. All the men. Come on. All the women. I'm going to try to do better this week. But have you found out that it's real hard to do better? <laughs> this is not as easy as just making the, making the comment. See, all other religions say that somehow they can help you. But, but here, here's the thing, is they cannot unlock freedom in your life and cause you to grow into who God has called you to be. See, here's what religions do. 
All religions try to reach God from earth. You know what I'm saying? When in fact God reached down to earth and provided his son Jesus for us. You see, listen, all sin has a cost. The payment of sin, listen, is death. Someone has to make that payment. Jesus was the one who made the choice to pay the debt so that you could live, listen, free. The ultimate gift of forgiveness, just like any other gift, has to be accepted. It has to be accepted. Good Friday commemorates what Jesus did. But there is more. Come on, somebody. Listen, if, if, if your whole Christian life stops at the cross, <laughs> listen, listen, many people just stop at the cross. But I got to tell you this, the cross isn't the stopping place. It's the starting place. It's where you begin your whole spiritual life. It's, it's the place you begin it again. There is freedom available for you. Well, you may say, yeah, I, I hear you, Pastor Stephen. I have a relationship with God, but, but listen, I just don't know if he can forgive me for all that I've done. And the answer is this. Let me tell you. He already has. He, he already has. And we're going to talk about, listen, our next step. Because here's what we know about the enemy. The enemy loves to lie to us and remind us of who we used to be. Come on. who, what we, The offense that we've done. The wrong that we've done. And so the, the third step in the process of transformation is live free. This weekend, the very theme of Easter is hope and new life. Hope and new life. When we receive freedom, our hope can grow. Well, well, I hear you, Pastor Stephen, and you know what? Listen, I've accepted Jesus into my life, but I can't seem to break free of some of my hurdles in my life. Well, you don't know what's happened to me. and You don't, you don't know what happened in my marriage. Uh, you know, I can't seem to break free of this thought, this cycle, or this addiction. I, I've tried to overcome. You know what? I've even tried to get involved in church. But every time I do, there's too much hurt. There's too much pain. I feel like there's social circles that I'm not welcome in. I've tried to, to build a life. And other people keep messing it up. I'm going to tell you this. You know, I've been okay with some of the social distancing. And you may be here today and you'll be like, I cannot do another three weeks of this. Like God will go out and listen. It's getting crazy in my house. Church, I came to tell you today that hope isn't dead. This means that no matter what brokenness, lies, or addiction have tormented you, hope isn't dead. Jesus has given us, listen to this, resurrection power to overcome and live free. Hope is alive. J Jesus, uh, Jesus, because of what he did, has now produced hope. And listen, the hope is that the power that was in Jesus now can lead us to free living. Which, which begins to change the game. See, if I realize that not by my own work, but by the work of, of, of the power of God, that can be involved in my life. Check this out then, listen, 
I stop living under all of my shame and I start realizing that there's an assignment, listen, for my life. Come on, listen to this. See, the, the fourth step, the fourth step in this process of transformation is this, fuel purpose. Fuel purpose. Maybe you're watching and you're living right now in the fullness of God, but you're still asking, what, what do I do now? Like, I know that something is burning in me. I know that something is shifting in me. I feel like God is calling me to something. What do I do right now? Listen, after the resurrection and reconnection with his disciples, Jesus returned to heaven. And before he left, he gave us, listen, direction on what we should do. Listen to this. He gave his disciples and all of us a great, listen, commission. A great commission, which he told us to tell as many people as we can with our words and with our life about the hope that he gives. He sent the helper, the Holy Spirit, to empower us, listen, to fulfill this great call on our life. Can I tell you that someone needs to hear your message of hope? See, here's what Jesus said. Because of what I've done and what I've given you, I am asking for you to be involved in this mission. I am want you to be commissioned. I am asking that there is a burden, come on, an insatiable, unquenchable burden for people that you work with in your family. And so you now have been redeemed. I want you to be my mouthpiece, my hand, and my feet. And I need you to be free so that your hope can rise, so that you can be, listen to this, my minister. Come on, stop. Listen to this. Would you this week share your message? Get online. Make a one-minute post. Begin to share your story of hope. Let people know that in the midst of all of this, my hope isn't dead. Come on, my Savior rose. Come on. Listen. Each of you watching today are born on purpose and with a purpose. Our purpose is fueled when we allow the Holy Spirit to activate and empower our life so that we can tell other people the story. Listen, Friday was about death on the cross. And it focuses on the cross and the cost. But Sunday morning, come on, listen. Y'all might have to get up off the couch and kind of run with me. Listen, Sunday morning is about victory. Come on, victory over death, victory over hopelessness, victory over abandonment, victory over lies. Come on, right where you're at, tell someone, I got the victory. Come on, come on, tell someone, I got the victory. Listen, right where you're watching. If this identifies with you, make a post, make a comment right, right there. Man, that's good, that's for me. Man, I got the victory. Here's how I want to end. This is my conclusion. I believe that God has made an appointment for you today, right now. See, maybe you didn't think you were going to be on your couch this Easter. Maybe you had a lot of plans to travel. Maybe there was a wedding you were supposed to be in. Maybe there was a lot of things that you were supposed to be doing this weekend. But here's the thing. Today, I don't want you to miss what Easter is all about. It's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. 
And my hope is that someone today would get it that it would just click that it would just make sense and that you would make Jesus come on the Lord of your life and you would be able to start the process of transformation others maybe you've done that but I'm praying that you would allow the resurrection power of Jesus to fuel your hope again and that you would take another step that your battle scars, that your wounds, that your church wounds, that, your, that, that you would, come on, your hope would arise and what was dead would now have the breath of life and you would go again. Listen, I want to pray with you. And after this prayer, I'm asking that you go fill out this survey. But I want to pray with one group here today that... Maybe you're at the beginning and you're starting your process of transformation. And if you will, um, right there, you're looking at your phone, you're looking at your iPad, you're on your computer, you're in your living room, in your bedroom. And I believe that this could be just an incredible moment for you. And I believe this Easter could change the rest of your life. Would you pray this prayer with me if this is you? Dear Jesus, Today, I understand I need your help. I know that only you have the keys to set me free. Free from sin, shame, hurt, and lies. Today, I put my hope in you. Today, I ask you to be my Savior, to be my Lord. In your name, I pray. Amen. Come on, listen. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer, you got to post in the comment because we want to follow. We want to hit that like. Come on, we want to do the dance. Listen, the Bible says that when one person confesses Jesus as Lord, all of heaven erupts in praise. Listen, in, in, in the second group, if you, you've been inspired now to maybe address another step in your life. I, I, I'm saved as a kid. You know what? I, I know that I'm going to heaven. There are some areas that I need to get free in. There's some areas that I need. You know what? I'm not really walking in my purpose. And I've been wondering why my job isn't fulfilling me. Because there is something I'm supposed to build and do for the kingdom of God. And I want to pray with you real quick if that's you. Come on, if that's you, just kind of lean into this moment. Father, we know that you have next steps for your people. And as you, you constantly show us, you want to move people out of bondage into freedom. Out of bondage into freedom. Because free people are great ministers. And God, I'm asking for you to bring to the surface those things that have keep, kept your people bound. And in Jesus' name, there would be a new hope, a new step of faith that our people would take. That anybody watching today would hear the voice of the Lord saying, it's time to go again. Hope is a day in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys so much for watching. Happy Easter. Come on, tell them happy Easter. Happy Easter. We love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear how this message impacted you. Feel free to let us know on the Contact Us tab of the house website. We hope you have a great week.